Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. All right, let's talk some NFL football. We will uh, focus tonight on the Minnesota Vikings. Last season, they go 7-9. and nine. They finished third in the NFC North, another disappointing season. Their win total this year, 9. Minus 110 to the over, minus 110 to the under. To make the playoffs this year, Minnesota plus 100. To answer no, minus 120. Their odds to win the NFC over at BetMGM, 25-1. to one. To win the Super Bowl, they're 50-1. to one. To win the NFC North, they have the second best odds next to the Green Bay Packers. They're plus 250 in the offseason. They try to fix up that defense a little bit, which has been overhyped for years, in my opinion. They add Patrick Peterson. They add Sheldon Richardson. And they also add uh, Rashad Breeland as well. So they add two defensive backs. They add another guy to the defensive line. Last year, as I said, they finished 7-9, uh, and nine, which was disappointing. The year before that, 10-6. and six. And in 2008, when they were hyped up, they went 8-8. Eight and eight. They open up the season with Cincinnati. Then they have Arizona, Seattle, Cleveland. And then they get Detroit and Carolina before taking on the Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers, Packers, 49ers. They go on the road to take on the Lions. Then they're at home against Pittsburgh. They're on the road in Chicago. They're at home against the Rams. They're on the road in Green Bay. And then they close out the season in week 18 against Chicago at home. Um, Anything that you're doing with Minnesota, I could kind of make the case as I usually do for both the over and the under. I wouldn't touch it either way with Minnesota. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. Right now he's in the COVID protocol. Mike Zimmer, not too happy with his team right now. Why um, don't you like Kirk Cousins? Well, because he's not a star? He's awful. Awful? Yeah. And is he, Kirk Cousins, all, and is he an awful quarterback? Like, he, really, let's assess the quarterbacks in the NFL. Awful is a very strong word, Ryan. It might be your it might be your word choice. He's pretty accurate. Um, he can't win a big game. He doesn't win in primetime. What does he have? One win in primetime? Um yeah, I don't like Kirk Cousins at all. And I'm an RG three guy, so I mean I'm a huge RG three guy think, too. I don't think you could be both. I'm just kidding. You yes, can. You definitely can. Nobody cares. You can be a, a non uh an anti Shanahan guy who kind of ruined both things for uh Washington Redskins fans at the time. Um Kirk Cousins last year. Okay, completed 67% of his passes, 4,000 yards, 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 picks. Okay, what, like, what, what is awful about him? Uh, well, he doesn't beat Green Bay ever. They beat, oh, they beat up on him. I forgot who you're a fan of. Yeah. He, no, this, this, no, this explains everything. There's, I feel like now there's... How, how many playoff wins does Kirk Cousins have? That's that's my issue with him. Okay. What, how, many, uh, how many Super Bowl appearances? How many seasons how many with prime, Dalvin Cook fully healthy? How many primetime wins does he have? Literally one. How many seasons with Dalvin Cook fully healthy? Yeah, I just I don't like betting on Kirk Cousins. If you want to do so, we could do that all 18 weeks this season, and we'll see who comes up on top uh, if you want to back him. Kirk Cousins actually has... Like, I, I actually don't really care a whole lot about Kirk Cousins when I look at this win total, to be honest. I look at the defense, right, that's been hyped up for years for Minnesota every year that they're beat up. Every year they are beat up, I should say. They had Patrick Peterson, and at this point, maybe this is a hot take, Patrick Peterson is uh, past his prime. He's a big name still, right? Like, he's a big name when you see, oh, we picked up Patrick Peterson. Okay, if you're adding him maybe as a third defensive back, as a nickel corner or something like that, you got to look at what he's done. Uh, last year, Pro Football Focus, which I'm a big fan of, he graded out as the 91st ranked corner in coverage by Pro Football Focus, 102nd in yards per attempt allowed, and he led all NFL defensive backs in penalties with 12. 
He even led all defensive backs with four decline penalties as well. So really, he was flagged 16 times, was Patrick Peterson last year. I just think that he's past his prime. And um, I hate to use the term washed up, but I think Patrick Peterson's washed up. Do you disagree or agree? I, I just wouldn't pay money for Patrick Peterson at this stage of his career. No, I'm with you, man. And I love Patrick Peterson. Trust and believe. I mean, he's given us very iconic moments in the NFL. But yes, I think he's a little bit past his prime and his history of uh, health has not been the greatest. Yeah. And then I look at their offense, right? Last year, their offense, I'll do the nerd numbers really quick. It ranked 11th in EPA per play. Stats. Fifth in success rate last season. Analytics. And uh, when garbage time statistics are eliminated, meaning when Kirk Cousins isn't down like 28 to three and then, um, you know, a team drops back in nickel or dime coverage. That that's like if you look at their statistics, if you look at Kirk Cousins in the second half of games and in the first half of games, that's a very telling stat right there. Being eleventh in EPA per play, fifth in success rate, and when garbage time is eliminated, the Vikings offense goes from fourteenth and I mean from eleventh to fourteenth, I should say, in that stage right there. Um now again, you got Kirk Cousins, you got Delvin Cook, you got Adam Thielen. And you have Justin Jefferson. I absolutely love Justin Jefferson. I feel like he's like the next big thing. I really wanted him in Green Bay. I was hoping that the Packers were going to move up after Come on. you draft saw what a, he did. Draft a receiver? Yeah, exactly. Come on, that's too easy. But he was awesome at LSU because he could work on the outside. He could work in the slot. Dude, at LSU, he had 108 receptions out of the slot uh, that year with Joe Burrow. And if you look what he does after the catch, he's ridiculous. He had double-digit touchdowns. They were all healthy last year, though, those guys, man. Like So, Delvin Cook, Kirk Cousins... Thielen and Justin Jefferson, all healthy last year. They only missed a combined three games, and they were still 11th in EPA, 5th in success rate. So I'm just not buying into the offense being any better this year, even if they do stay healthy. They also um, have no pass rush, really. Like last year, they applied the fourth lowest pressure rate in the NFL. They get Hunter back, obviously, but they didn't get another edge rusher to help the pass rush. And, like, you have to get after the quarterback in the league. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have a pass rush – that's that, That's where I'm making my Super Bowl picks every year. Like the second half of the season, I look at the team that protects the quarterback the best and the team that gets after the quarterback. They don't really do either. Um, what do you want here? The over or the under? What do you like with Minnesota? Anything? So I literally just pulled up their schedule right here. Nine is the number, like you said, at BetMGM over minus 110. Under minus 110 is to pick them. Yeah. Also, the playoffs plus 100 to make it, minus 120 to miss it. Bengals. Let's just let's do it old-fashioned. Bengals. W. Uh, Are you gonna, I knew it. I knew it. I can't ask a Green Bay guy if they're going to beat a team that's extremely young, drafted all wide receivers, and didn't help off the offensive line. But that's just that just makes too much sense, right? Well, I, I'd probably take Minnesota to win the game. I don't know that I would take Minnesota. I, you know, I, I don't know, man. I'm really high on Joe Burrow, but again, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll give the I'll give the Vikings that win. Okay. Because I don't because I don't know what Joe Burrow is going to look like. I there haven't seen him in months. Cardinals, <sighs> loss. Seahawks, mm. loss. Browns, loss. Lions. Win. Panthers. Win. Cowboys. Loss. Ravens. Loss. Sheesh. Chargers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Loss. Green Bay Packers. Loss. 49ers. They'll, they'll split with the Packers, though, like they always do. Yeah. Uh, which Who is the next? 49ers. November 28th, probably seeing a different quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I, I honestly, uh, I think the Niners are going to be real good, so I'll go with 40, the 49ers. I think Trey Lance is, might be rookie of the year. Wow. Yeah, I know. That, that's a that's a good, that's a bold prediction. Bold take. Um. Lions win. I bet you they split. No, yeah, they'll no. Be, no. no yeah, let's not right, get a little right, too right, outlandish yeah. here. Okay, I'm you're trying right. to work you're with right. you. You're right. The Lions literally have Quintez Cephas, and that's it. Hey, cute names are cool, man. Relax. Um, Steelers lean, mean Ben Roethlisberger. Ah, uh, that that's fifty fifty. I'll probably I'll go lost. I think I don't think Ben is the quarterback in on December 9th, two thousand twenty one. So I'm going to say that's a W for the Packers. That's five wins. Bears. Ooh. Whew. 
Well, okay. I, uh, loss. I'm high. I, I remember I'm playing the over on the Bears win total. That's one of my favorite bets, actually. I don't care who's the starting quarterback. Even wow. if it's Andy Dalton, he's winning eight games. So that's a loss there. Rams, you think they lose? Yeah. They Third lose. or last week of the season? Yeah, they'll lose to the Rams unless Matthew Stafford's dead. Packers, you already had them losing one. Do you split I, them? I think they'll split this year. Yeah, they always split. Well, they'll- either way you cut it, that's all, that's six, win, six wins right there. They can win the last one. That's still under nine. And actually, as I've talked through it, I don't know if I'm in on the uh, Vikings either. I can't find three to four more wins in that lineup that we just went through in the regular season. I'm going to have to take the under on nine. Yeah, wow. I think so too, and I man. Don't, and I don't hate Kirk Cousins like the rest of the world. But you do have to say, like, the one thing, okay, so since Mike Zimmer's taken over as head coach in 2014, wow, I can't believe he's been there that long, the Vikings have not only won at the eighth highest rate in the NFL, they also have covered the spread, the second highest rate. So if you're looking to play Minnesota weekly, they've covered the spread, the second highest rate in the NFL, 58.6% of the time since Mike Zimmer's been the head coach in 2014. That's a nice little tidbit there. Also, um... So we talk, I always like give Seattle a hard time for the 12th man and how they pump that fake crowd noise in, right? Mm-hmm. But I, what else do I do? You'll notice this year during the NFL season, I'll play Seattle a lot when they're at home. And another team that I do, that's why I say that they'll split with Green Bay, even though I think Green Bay is the much better football team. And that's just not be, me being a homer. I really do think that the Pack, I mean, they were a play away from the Super Bowl last year. If Kevin King is any other corner in the league and has any clue and doesn't die for a ball, uh, in the air, 75 feet or 75 seconds before the play even develops and let Scotty Miller catch one or the defensive holding call at the end of the game. Was, he sucked the entire game. Uh, not my point. But the two teams that I looked at back when they're at home, which make the biggest difference for me, are Seattle, especially with Russell Wilson healthy, and then Minnesota. And when Minnesota actually has fans in attendance, they have been 35 and 15 at home under Mike Zimmer. And that's straight up. They've won 50% of their home games in each of those seasons. Uh, last year, they were 3-5 and five at home, but again, there was no crowd. So if they're at home, I usually back them at least to cover the spread, and I think that they'll beat Green Bay most likely at home, lose on the road at Lambeau, but they're a much be- different team on the road. Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not with the Vikings now. I think I just allowed you to talk me to why I don't like the Minnesota Vikings. And Kirk Cousins, like he relies on the tight end, right? This is going to be their first year in forever without Kyle Rudolph, which I forgot he's with the Giants now. Um, they are always in heavier sets, meaning that they're going to need another tight end to step up. Irv Smith Jr. was actually second on the team last year in red zone targets. Who's the second tight end now? Tyler Conklin? Ugh. Exactly. Yeah, not great. Fade the Vikings. <laughs> and also, they're, the COVID thing going on right now is very interesting. You know what? We we haven't given enough love to, or not love, but enough attention to, is the fact that these rules regarding COVID outbreaks and how these games could just be forfeited in the blink of an eye. It seems like some of these games could, you know, we could get to a Sunday. Like we did, la- I mean, last year was similar to, to that stuff. Like, oh, this guy tested positive, and uh, we're not going to have this game today. This is going to get rescheduled 17 times. Yeah. Games might just get forfeited now. Yeah. Like, that, that hurts, too. So this is going to be... A very intricate season. Yes, fans should be back in the stands from as, as much as we're seeing, but we could be getting one of the wonkiest, wonkiest um, NFL seasons this year. Well, yeah, and I mean, the sports books, I bet MGM will have to see uh, what they're going to do in that case, man. If a game does get postponed or if a game, I should say, gets canceled uh, for a forfeit, as far, uh, just as far as season win totals go. Um I feel like I've been ragging on the Vikings. I do love Delvin Cook. You know who else I like is Harrison Smith. I think he's still one of the better all-around safeties in the league. In fact, he had his best season last year. I talk about their pass rush and why I'm so down on them. They had no edge rushers. Their best blitzer is Harrison Smith, 
34.3 pressure rate last season, which was second among 24 safeties with at least 30 pass rushes, according to uh, Pro Football Focus. So that's your best pass rusher right there is Harrison Smith. 